0: Man, I want to get stoned. Don't get high. Get that drug-free rush. Listen to independent music. Where can I get that? Radio 1190, 1190 AM, KVCU, Boulder, Denver, 98.9 FM, translator K255DA, Boulder. You're listening to Radio 1190, just like you heard. My name's Lucy. I'm the news director here, and we're doing a little special hour this morning of News Underground uh, to talk about the Future Arts Foundation and the Bluebird Music Festival. And with me, I have Travis Albright. He's the executive director. Thank you so much for joining me this morning.
1: Well, thank you for having me. How are you today?
0: I'm doing well, thanks. It's beautiful outside. Gorgeous. And, uh feels like summer, finally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, it's perfect festival season, and I'd love for you to kind of just give a recap, a uh, little overview of what the Bu- Bluebird Music Festival is.
1: Okay, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll actually give you a little intro to the Future Arts Foundation, and then how that ties into the Bluebird Music Festival. So, the Future Arts Foundation, we're in our fifth year now. We're a Colorado nonprofit, 501 501c3, and we provide youth arts opportunities um, to Colorado youth. We do that in a variety of ways. We have instrument drives, we donate instruments to local public schools that can't afford them on their own. Um, We grant scholarships for the arts at different art studios around Colorado. And then we're actually launching our own, um, (coughs) pardon me, summer arts camp up in Longmont at the Firehouse, um, the Firehouse Arts Center up there. And what that's gonna do is it's gonna provide free and reduced fee lessons for the children of local teachers first responders and military members, kind of the people that kind of help out our community, but it's very expensive to live in Boulder County. And a lot of those people don't get paid what I personally think they should be getting paid and they can't afford to send their kids to these classes. So we're kind of trying to do our part and help them out a little bit as well. That'll all start um, towards the end of June. Um, And the way we fund this, we do take a small portion of grants, um, but really we, we fund everything through community support and through our events. Um, we have a variety of events throughout the year. We do dining out events with restaurants. We do, we even do things with dispensaries and breweries and things like that. Um, but the fun things we do, we have a concert series up in Longmont called Strings and Stories. Um, and with that, it's kind of a throwback to the old VH1 Storytellers, where you'll hear the musicians play a few songs and then tell about how they wrote their songs and where their ideas came from. So we're doing that and we've had, we had um, Adam and Ben from Yonder Mountain String Band last month we have josiah johnson next month from the head and heart or formerly of the head and heart we have daniel rodriguez from elephant revival we have graham lesh who's the son of phil lesh from the grateful dead um and then this month we're having one at mackey auditorium as part of the bluebird music festival so it'll be the afternoon event and that's going to feature jim james from my morning jacket gregory allen isaacoff langhorn slim and then daniel rodriguez of elephant revival um so that'll be the afternoon portion And then I'd say they're each gonna play like three or four songs, talk about the songwriting process, be a a family affair. Um, That'll be from two until about 4.30. Then we'll close the doors, kind of get everything set up again for the evening. And then in the evening from six until midnight, we're gonna have a full on concert. It's gonna be headlined by Jim James. He's gonna do a full hour set. Um, And then Langhorne Slim will do a full set. Nayla Pekarik, who just left the Lumineers and started her own band, she'll be playing. Ben Lee, who is a classically trained cellist out of Kentucky. Um, you can check him out on NPR, Tiny Desk concerts if you're not familiar with him. And then we have a couple local acts, Johnny Miller, who's the lead singer of the Lonesome Days, who placed in the Telluride um, Bluegrass Band competition to kind of spice it up with a little bit of bluegrass musicians. And then Sun Junior, who's kind of like an indie rock local band, will be kicking things off.
0: That's really awesome. It, I'm so excited to go. It's going to be a really, really fun time. Um, and. I mean, the format itself, I think, is really interesting. You've got the kind of more traditional concert in the evening, um, but this idea of weaving the story in with the music doesn't happen very frequently. Why have you guys found that that's really important here?
1: Well, it's all really new to us as of last month. Um, We had the Bluebird Music Festival last year, but we didn't have that component. Um, And just last, last month, we started the Strings and Stories series up in Longmont, but we wanted to have this place up in Longmont only holds about 100 people. Um, so we wanted to have some world nationally and internationally touring bands play this. So we said, why not do it at Mackie as a little intro to the Bluebird Music Festival? And the, the whole idea that we're calling it a festival, it makes more sense to have multiple events all day long. It's not outside or anything. It's more... I don't want to say family-friendly, but, like, you can bring the kids if you want to. It doesn't have to be a rager. Like, it's a Macchio Torm, It's beautiful. It's historic. You can sit down and enjoy. You don't have to be, like, I love to dance, but sometimes it's good just to kind of sit back and watch a singer solo songwriter as well. Um, So that's kind of what I was thinking. I used to book for what I thought the area wanted, but now I'm 40 years old, and what I want is to really just, like, hear the songs, hear about how people wrote the songs. I used to love VH1 Storytellers and MTV Unplugged and things like that. So that's kind of what I just geared it towards and we just kind of ran with it.
0: And it does seem like the festival scene is a little saturated right now. Um, I mean, Boulder has like, well, there's a rise up in Loveland and then Denver's trying to get festivals and then there's Rocky Grass and Lions. And how are you finding space for the Bluebird Festival?
1: I think probably branding it a little bit differently. Um, The idea of having the strings and stories component, which we want to continue into the future now, kind of sets it apart from everything else. And also most of the festivals are outdoor festivals and you kind of hang out and get all sweaty and dance all night long. And um, this one is inside at a beautiful historic auditorium who generally doesn't have this kind of music. I mean, you'll see um, the symphony and the orchestra and things like that play there, but I think like recently it's been trey anastasio from fish and like one republic or something like that or need to breathe or something like that were the only two concerts i saw this entire year that were kind of in the same like genre i want to say um so i think that sets it apart a little bit as well this year we're having it memorial day weekend which is next saturday last year we had it during the school year so we're kind of feeling it out which did better but last year sold out three months in advance so it's kind of hard to do better than last year but we had the tallest man on earth who hadn't really toured anywhere for two years um, so we had people from 30 states and six different countries come in for it. Um, this year we're seeing a little bit more locality just because Jim James is on tour currently. So if you're in those other cities, you can kind of see him play. But now the fact that Gregory Allen Isaacoff has agreed to come in and play, that really boosted everything for the afternoon. It looks like all-day ticket sales are going to be sold out here within the next few days. Um, and that being said, I know I'm being a little long-winded, but for your tickets, you can go to www.bluebirdmusicfestival.org. Just for the afternoon session, for the, few, the four musicians I told you, Gregory, Jim, and the others, just $29. It's general admission. Or you can get an all-day pass, which you're going to get 8 to 10 hours of music, and it's only $49. And then there's also some reserved seats left just for the evening as well.
0: And we'll have all of that on our website as well uh if you're just tuning in i'm speaking with travis albright he's the executive director of the bluebird music festival Uh, and this interview will be put on our radio 1190 soundcloud later today or tomorrow so keep an eye out for that as well and something i guess i'm also interested in is so you're the executive director you also kind of helped start the bluebird um and the future arts foundation and you were saying earlier about how um, a lot of it is trying to give musical opportunity to kids. And I mean, we've, we're have be seeing a lot of, this has been talked for years, but kind of the arts losing funding. Um, why is it important to you? I mean, even in, in a world where technology and knowing how to engineer and kind of all of the more scientific fields are increasingly important, why do you find that music education and music engagement is still really really crucial
1: well <clears throat> there's a couple answers there first of all I founded the foundation personally um, I used to put on music and arts festivals around the state but I also went to grad school at CU in education and when I was doing all my practicums and student teaching and everything one thing that I found in particular all the teachers were doing this but in particular um, the arts teachers music and art were taking money out of them and these teachers are making like 35 dollars a year and they're taking money out of their own pockets to get things for their classrooms that they're not getting funding for from the school or from the district and that's that's seen even more so in the arts as well in the classrooms um so i i was kind of heartbroken by it and i mean i'm i'm not a big musician personally but i've seen thousands of concerts personally and i love to see kids have the opportunity to become a proficient at these instruments and maybe become one of these huge musicians that I see one day so on a selfish level that's why but then on a non-selfish level so many studies have been done that students who are exposed to music and arts education just their brain develops in a, in a more proficient way actually also um, with mathematics and science and whatnot so the more exposure they have to the arts the better they're going to be in these other fields as well and hopefully they'll just become a well-rounded person as well
0: and the Bluebird is only in its second year, Future Arts has only been around for about five years. Um, and right now it's kind of just in the Boulder, Longmont area. Are you looking to, uh, what's your five, ten year goal?
1: Well, who knows, things change by the week, but um, we've actually, we've expanded, Like we provide instruments statewide. I mean, we've been Telluride, Durango, uh, Fort Collins, Colorado Springs, all over the place. Um, we actually just hosted our first concert in Colorado Springs last month as well. It was Adam Agel and Ben Kaufman of Yonder Mountain String Band. We kind of put together a little weekend four date tour. So we hit up Colorado Springs, two shows in Longmont, and Ophelia's down in Denver. Um, so we are starting to expand our reach a little bit as far as the concerts go. Um, but as far as the actual donations of instruments, we do that statewide. So I don't know what's gonna happen in the future though. We keep expanding every year, so who knows.
0: Right, yeah, exactly. Well, and there's so much growing in Denver as well. Um, there's endless venues, and, I mean, Denver, Boulder, the whole place is just expanding, so you've got a lot to it's work with. It's quite the
1: market for, the, for music and the arts right
0: now. Right, well, and I think also the genre is interesting. Um, yeah. It's mostly folk Americana, um, which is kind of more traditionally associated with Colorado and Boulder, um, but are you potentially looking at keeping it there or expanding to more genres, or how you how are you looking there?
1: I haven't thought that far into it yet. Um, I guess we are kind of booking in that realm right now. I know like the lead singer of, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the band, but it's Graham Lash. it's Phil Lesh's son from the Grateful Dead. He's more of like a jam bandy kind of guy. Um, we do have some bluegrass musicians as well. We have the Lonesome Days, which are a local bluegrass band playing one of our events. But Bluebird, I think as an event or as a festival, um, once you brand something a certain way, it's kind of hard to steer away from that because people expect a certain thing from certain festivals. And once you really move away, you really turn your original fan base off. I know I saw that with, um, I think it was Mountain Jam recently up in upstate New York. They were really kind of, I don't know if it was jam band centric a little bit. They had Ava Brothers and everything every year, but then they went towards like the indie folky stuff for a couple years, which I really enjoyed the lineups, but I guess ticket sales were like way down. So now they're kind of coming back to their original roots. So I think kind of once you brand your festival or your event a certain way, you should probably stay true to it. And then we can always have other events with all sorts of type of genres.
0: And you mentioned ticket sales a bit. Um, One thing is that I find in a lot of the music scene is that sometimes concerts are really inaccessible because it's $50, $60 for one night of maybe two artists. And I understand that there are costs of touring and making sure everyone's paid well, how are you making sure that the music stays accessible and equitable to people who are watching it as well?
1: You mean just as far as the Bluebird music festival? Or yeah. all? Over? Okay. Um, well, that's one thing we kind of try to pride ourselves on. We do all of our ticketing through Eventbrite and Vendini, which is the Mackie site that they use. And there's really nominal fees. I think the Eventbrite's maybe like $3 a ticket or something like that. And then if you go through the Mackie site, there's like a facility fee and a Future Arts Foundation fee which are like $4 each or something like that. But if you contrast that to Ticketmaster and all the shows that AEG put on and everything else, if you go to Red Rocks and you see a $45 ticket price, there's a good chance you're walking out spending $65, 70 just on the ticket plus $10 a beer. I mean, it's a good $120 night just to go see a concert. Which I get, I mean, the economy's good around here, people are making money, but like a lot of people still aren't. And like to be able to go see world class musicians like Jim James, Gregor, and Isaacoff, Langhorne Slim for 29 bucks, even if it is for a few songs each, I mean, that's what we're trying to give to the community.
0: Very cool, very cool. Anything, so it's the afternoon, it's the evening. There's There's going to be a kickoff
1: party the Thursday prior up in Longmont at the Firehouse Arts Center. It's going to be Langhorn Slim. He's done our kickoff party three years in a row now. Um, So Langhorn Slim, if you're not familiar, is a great folk musician out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, And this will be the sixth time in three years he's come out and played our event. So we're super honored to have him. He's one of my favorite musicians. Um, So we'll have that. That's been sold out for months. That's going to be up at the Firehouse in Longmont. And then the actual all-day event will be taking place at Mackey.
0: Cool. And again, we'll have all of that information in our SoundCloud, which you will see on our website uh, tonight or tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining me today, Travis. I really enjoyed talking with you.
1: Thanks. I appreciate it. You too.
0: Thanks for listening in on this Monday morning. I hope you're enjoying the sunshine, uh, doing something fun today. Maybe you're just working, but try and get out for a walk or something. Uh, again, we'll have that on our SoundCloud tonight. It's SoundCloud.com/radio1190. Uh, my name is Lucy. I'm your news director.